No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we continue our study of the Levitical offerings as we move from the voluntary ones that were a sweet savor to the mandatory ones for the forgiveness of sins. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl now continues in Leviticus chapter 4 on Simply the Bible. Today we come to the sin offering. Of the five Levitical offerings, the most scripture is dedicated to the sin offering. Evidently, the Holy Spirit considered this to be very important. What is sin? Sin is simply missing the mark. It is possible to sin without even knowing it. For example, you could be moving along the highway, driving faster than the speed limit, and you get pulled over by a police officer who says, you're going 55 in a 40 mile an hour speed zone. But you say, I didn't know. I didn't see the speed limit sign. You were unaware that you were breaking the law. But ignorance is no excuse. And you could still be given a speeding ticket. It is even possible to try with all your might not to sin and yet to still sin. Good intentions are not an excuse. Our sin must be dealt with and God sets the terms. You see, we have two problems. First, we have all inherited a sin nature. Perhaps you take issue with that. But the Bible says in 1 John 1.8, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Second, we each have committed sinful acts. Because we were born sinners, we sin. Atonement must be made for the sin nature as well as specific sins that we commit. These are both covered in the last two Levitical offerings. J. Vernon McGee said, The sin offering speaks of sin as a nature. The trespass offering speaks of sin as an act. We pick it up in Leviticus chapter 4. Now the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, If a person sins unintentionally against any of the commandments of the Lord in anything which ought not to be done, and does any of them. The sin offering was for unintentional sins. Under the Old Covenant, there was no offering for deliberate, presumptuous sins. With unintentional sin, often the offender would not be aware of it until later. If the anointed priest sins, bringing guilt on the people, then let him offer to the Lord for his sin offering, which he has sinned, a young bull, without blemish as a sin offering. The sin offering was according to one's position. There is the spiritual law that to whom much is given, much is required. When a priest sinned, the atoning sacrifice was costlier than when a common person sinned. The reason was that he not only brought guilt upon himself, but upon the whole congregation whom he served. The sins of the pulpit are the sins of the congregation. If the shepherd loses his way, then so will the sheep. He shall bring the bull to the door of the tabernacle of meeting before the Lord, lay his hand on the bull's head, and kill the bull before the Lord. The purpose of the priest laying his hand on the bull's head 
was to transfer his guilt to the bull and to designate that the bull was taking his place. Then he would slay it. Then the anointed priest shall take some of the bull's blood and bring it to the tabernacle of meeting. The priest shall dip his finger in the blood and sprinkle some of the blood seven times before the Lord in the front of the veil of the sanctuary. And the priest shall put some of the blood on the horns of the altar of sweet incense before the Lord, which is in the tabernacle of meeting. And he shall pour the remaining blood of the bull at the base of the altar of the burnt offering, which is at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. The priest had to take some of the blood into the sanctuary and sprinkle it before the veil. Then he put some on the horns of the incense altar before the Lord. This was so his sin could be forgiven and his fellowship with the Lord could be restored. The remainder of the blood would be poured out at the base of the bronze altar outside. He shall take from it all the fat of the bull as the sin offering, the fat that covers the entrails and all the fat which is on the entrails, the two kidneys, and the fat that is on them by the flanks, and the fatty lobe attached to the liver above the kidneys he shall remove. As it was taken from the bull of the sacrifice of the peace offering, and the priest shall burn them on the altar of the burnt offering. As with the peace offerings, the inner fatty portions belonged to the Lord. This was considered the best part of the animal. They would be burned on the altar. But the bull's hide and all its flesh with its head and legs, its entrails and offal, the whole bull he shall carry outside the camp to a clean place where the ashes are poured out and burn it on wood with fire where the ashes are poured out it shall be burned. The sin offering was the one sacrifice where a portion was burned outside the camp in a specially designated clean place where the ashes were also dumped. Why? Perhaps it was to demonstrate the utter sinfulness of sin. We tend to take sin lightly, but God hates sin. By this action, God demonstrated that sin was to be completely removed away from them. Verse 13, now if the whole congregation of Israel sins unintentionally and the thing is hidden from the eyes of the assembly and they have done something against any of the commandments of the Lord in anything which should not be done and are guilty, when the sin which they have committed becomes known, then the assembly shall offer a young bull for the sin and bring it before the tabernacle of meeting. As with the priest, we see that this was to be offered only if the congregation sinned unintentionally. When the sin became known, then they were to offer a bull as a sin offering, same as the priest. And the elders of the congregation shall lay their hands on the head of the bull before the Lord. Then the bull shall be killed before the Lord. This time the elders would represent the congregation and transfer the guilt of the people onto the bull through the laying on of their hands. The anointed priest shall bring some of the bull's blood to the tabernacle of meeting. Then the priest shall dip his finger in the blood and sprinkle it seven times before the Lord in front of the veil. And he shall put some of the blood on the horns of the altar, which is before the Lord, which is in the tabernacle of meeting. And he shall pour the remaining blood at the base of the altar of burnt offering, which is at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. The application of the blood inside the sanctuary and then outside at the base of the altar was the same as when the priest sinned. 
He shall take all the fat from it and burn it on the altar. And he shall do with the bull as he did with the bull as a sin offering. Thus he shall do with it. So the priest shall make atonement for them and it shall be forgiven them. Through the sacrifice of the sin offering, the people knew that they had been forgiven. They didn't have to doubt whether their atonement was complete. Then he shall carry the bull outside the camp and burn it as he burned the first bull. It is a sin offering for the assembly. This was the same as with the sin offering for the priest. Verse 22. When a ruler has sinned and done something unintentionally against any of the commandments of the Lord his God in anything which should not be done and is guilty, or if his sin which he has committed comes to his knowledge, he shall bring as his offering a kid of the goats, a male without blemish. Now, if the ruler sinned unintentionally, then he would only have to bring a young male goat, which was less expensive than a bull. In this way, God showed that while government leaders and spiritual leaders are both accountable to him, God holds spiritual leaders to a higher standard. And he shall lay his hand on the head of the goat and kill it at the place where they kill the burnt offering before the Lord. It is a sin offering. Then the priest shall take some of the blood of the sin offering with his finger, put it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering, and pour its blood at the base of the altar of burnt offering. The blood of this sin offering did not go into the sanctuary before the Lord, but remained outside. And he shall burn all its fat on the altar, like the fat of the sacrifice of the peace offering. So the priest shall make atonement for him concerning his sin, and it shall be forgiven him. When we get to chapter 6, we will see that the remainder of the sin offering for the ruler and for the common person was given to the priest and his sons to eat. But if the sin offering was for the priest or for the congregation, then they could not eat any part of it. Verse 27. If any one of the common people sins unintentionally by doing something against any of the commandments of the Lord in anything which ought not to be done, he is guilty. Or if his sin, which he has committed, comes to his knowledge, then he shall bring as his offering a kid of the goats, a female, without blemish for his sin, which he has committed. So for the common person, the sin offering would be a female goat. And he shall lay his hand on the head of the sin offering and kill the sin offering at the place of the burnt offering. If you sinned, you killed your own goat. Then the priest shall take some of its blood with his finger, put it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering, and pour all the remaining blood at the base of the altar. He shall remove all its fat, as fat is removed from the sacrifice of the peace offering, and the priest shall burn it on the altar for a sweet aroma to the Lord. So the priest shall make atonement for him, and it shall be forgiven him. If he brings a lamb as his sin offering, he shall bring a female without blemish. Then he shall lay his hand on the head of the sin offering and kill it as a sin offering at the place where they kill the burnt offering. So the common person had the choice of offering a female lamb rather than a goat. The priest shall take some of the blood of the sin offering with his finger and put it on the horns of the altar of burnt offering and pour all the remaining blood at the base of the altar. He shall remove all its fat 
as the fat of the lamb is removed from the sacrifice of the peace offering, then the priest shall burn it on the altar according to the offerings made by fire to the Lord. So the priest shall make atonement for his sin that he has committed, and it shall be forgiven him. Now, the sin offering is beautifully fulfilled in Jesus Christ. He is our sin offering. John the Baptist said of him, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 5.21, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. The author of Hebrews tells us that just as the bull was burned outside the camp, so Christ was crucified outside the gate of Jerusalem. Therefore, we must be willing to go outside of Judaism and bear his reproach. God wants us to know that because of the sin offering of Jesus Christ, if we believe in him, we have complete forgiveness of our sins and complete atonement. That is, at one meant. We have been reconciled with God. We can know without a doubt that his blood is sufficient to wash away all our sin and guilt. And that, my friends, is good news. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. They meet Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. at Pepper Ridge Elementary School in Boise. To listen to any of Pastor Darrell's teachings or to find out more about the church, go to their website at calvarytv.org. You can also text WELCOME to 208-314-3377. Text the word WELCOME to 208-314-3377. Tomorrow, we will examine the instructions given for presenting trespass offerings for specific sins that had been committed. We hope you'll join us as we continue our study of Leviticus on Simply the Bible. 